0: Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Monday, November 29th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, Jimmy Murphy, uh, Andrew McGinnis should be along momentarily as well. We're ready to break down this Monday NHL card, four games on tap after a, a busy weekend. We've had the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where there's a sizable slate of games on each day. Slows down a little bit tonight, but ready to break it all down with four games. Let's get started with the Seattle Kraken. Taking on the Buffalo Sabres uh, tonight in this one. Uh, right now, we've got Seattle upwards of uh, minus 140 to minus 150, even. They've gotten that high as road favorites in this game. Uh, the total five and a half shaded to the under uh, in this game. Uh, we will give Seattle some credit, uh, a team that uh, coming off a very uh, solid uh, victory on Saturday at, uh, against the Florida Panthers, four to one. Uh, and Seattle now, all of a sudden, you know, winners of three of their last four games. They ended the Last two games of their homestand against Carolina and Washington victorious. They got shut out in the first game of this road trip uh, against Tampa Bay, but bounced back in impressive fashion, beating uh, Florida 4-1 to one, uh, on Saturday. We'll see if they can keep it rolling here as they take on uh, the Buffalo Sabres, who uh, played back-to-back games over the weekend, a 4-1 victory over Montreal, followed by a 3-2 loss uh, in overtime uh, to the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, In their last game, we'll see if uh, the Buffalo Sabres can uh, bounce back following the defeat to Detroit. Buffalo has been, you know, at times, you know, been able to spring an upset or two. They've beaten Montreal. They've beaten Pittsburgh, of course, uh, in a recent uh, upset victory as well. They also have a win against Edmonton uh, on home ice. And when I look at this scheduling spot for Seattle, you look at it, they were in Tampa. They were in Florida. Big win on Saturday night. Now you're traveling up to western New York, upstate New York here. Uh, For a Monday night game, I'm not in a rush to lay a road favorite price tag right now. With Seattle in this game, it looks like we're going to see Dustin Tokarski uh, once again in net for the uh, Sabres. I'd be stunned if it's not him. They've been going to him because actually he's given them some pretty solid goaltending in a lot of his recent starts. Let's not forget how he played against Montreal uh, on Friday in the victory. Uh, You can't really fault him too much for the Detroit game. I think he still played pretty well, if you ask me, in that game. So he's been the best option, and he's definitely played some better hockey lately. So Again, I'm not going to be overboard to bet this game, but I do have a small wager here on Buffalo. I just think the price is a little bit uh, inflated here on Seattle as a uh, moderate road favorite here in a spot that I don't necessarily trust them in following a victory against the Florida Panthers uh, on Saturday. So lean a little to Buffalo. I wouldn't talk anyone out of the over here, especially five and a half at a plus price now uh, in a lot of books with the total in this one. But the one concern is that Tokarski's played Pretty well uh, in his recent starts for the uh, Sabres. Can that continue? You know, you worry about the more he starts, the more he's going to get worn down. That's also a potential, but I would still lean over the total. And I'm definitely going to look toward a small bet, at least on the home underdog here, Buffalo Sabres. Let's not forget, you know, they've beaten Edmonton in this building and uh, they've had some surprising upset wins and many of them with Tokarski in net. So it's more than anything, just Seattle not trusting them, you know, as moderate road chalk. In this game, Alex, what do you think? Kraken Sabres.
3: Yeah, the only thing I'm looking at here is the over. And of course, like like we always mentioned with Buffalo, we're waiting for uh the Aaron and Dell alert, but we haven't had that happen in the last two games. It's been Dustin Tokarski because he is the better of the two goalies. But like you said, if they're going to start riding him into the ground and with Craig Anderson still uh, out indefinitely this is now going to be a, a issue because if, if you know you can't replay, I don't care what kind of goalie you have. You have Dominic Hatchik. You can't play him 20 straight games in a row uh, and, and expect to win every game and expect him to still be competitive. Uh, and this is a Seattle team that already got a 5-2 win against Buffalo at home earlier this year. So, you know, the, the home side makes sense. There could be a bit of a revenge angle there, but uh, with, you know, Seattle going over and nine of their last twelve and now Buffalo having this goaltending dilemma, uh, and you're getting a plus price with this over five and a half. I, I and I I guessing that's because of Chris Drieger who he's played well, but okay, you know, at, at the same time, are they gonna start writing Drieger hard because Philip Grubauer hasn't been putting up uh, big numbers. So you got questions of goaltending in both uh, both teams right now. So give me the over at, at five and a half at plus a dollar ten.
0: Yeah, I mean it is. I mean you don't see uh, oh, five and a half with a plus price if you're looking to bet an over in the NHL uh, on a regular basis, and yet we've got that right now uh, with this game with the uh, Seattle and uh, Buffalo. And uh, look, there's a reason why it, it's not just Tokarski's played better, but there's a reason why he's getting more stuff. They're terrified. They're scared shitless of Aaron Dell at this point, and uh, with very good reason. Uh, At this point, the Buffalo Sabres. He's been brutal. 0-4, 3.72 goals against average, 8.62 save percentage. He's given up four-plus in three of his last four starts. You you put that guy in the net, it's like an automatic L at this point for the Sabres. He's having a rough go, at least with Tokarski. He's able to hold the fort at times and at least give you a puncher's chance, at the very least, when he's in between the pipes compared to Farmer and the Dell, who's just been reeling. Uh, all season long for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Jimmy, uh, what are your thoughts here, Seattle-Buffalo?
1: Yeah, I'll just say I'm really surprised that Buffalo hasn't picked up uh, Matt Murray yet. I mean, they must know, people must know that Matt Murray's really hurt and he's not going to ever be the same. I'm surprised he passed through waivers and that the Buffalo Sabres didn't grab him. Um, but other than that, this is a Jimmy pass me. I, I just get no feel on this game. and it, it, it reeks to me, if I was going to do anything, I'd touch the over-under and I'd go under. It reeks to me of a boring sleeper up in the town of sleepers.
0: Yeah, sleeper in Sleeperville. Yeah they're, yeah, they're sleeping on the team, that's for sure. That building is like a, a church or a morgue every night Ooh. now in Buffalo. It's unbelievable to see how the apathy uh, right now for uh, Buffalo Sabres hockey in Western New York, something you wouldn't have seen 10, 15 years ago when they were packing the building, when Briere and Drury and Pominville and, and those great Sabre teams, Campbell on the back end, Ryan Miller in his prime uh, in net, you just think of how the city was buzzing for Buffalo Sabres hockey back then, and anything but right now. Uh, we got Andrew McGinnis now with us. Andrew, uh, welcome in. Uh, what do you think here, Seattle Buffalo? Hey, guys. Yeah, uh, just I'm on the over five and a half in this game,
2: and a lot of it's just because I look at sometimes I look at teams that are middle of the pack, below the pack, struggling or or catch, catching fire a little bit, like Seattle, but uh, And I I look towards the over because I expect sloppiness. But sometimes you can look at teams that are kind of in the situation as well um, and kind of get that yawn fest like Jimmy's talking about. But when I look at this game, we have one team is 28th in the league in goals against. One team is 29th in the league in goals against. And a Seattle team that just played that back-to-back that I touched on last week, Florida and Tampa Bay. Um, And they got to be feeling good about themselves after taking down Florida on the back-to-back situation. Really weird. Um, lose the Tampa Bay and have a great performance against uh, Florida in the bounce back situation here. So I feel like confidence has to be a thing for them. It's definitely a step down in class. Um, you know, I, if I was playing this game, I'd look towards Seattle, but I just can't look towards them at the odds. And I just don't feel like playing the regulation line uh, with them tonight. But I just, You know, every time I watch a Buffalo game, regardless of it going under or over or not, I keep on saying this, but it looks like a junior hockey game out there as far as defensive breakdowns and odd man rushes. And sometimes I find that, you know, when teams like this go head to head, you really think that, hey, this is an opportunity to go out there and get the win or or to score some goals. And both teams might be up for this one. So, you know, when you get the Bruins coming in town to Buffalo and they consistently dominate them, Buffalo might not be feeling as pumped up for that game. Maybe they are to play upset, but I feel like this game in particular, um, catching Seattle cracking off a big win. Maybe they can play upset here and it could be a letdown, but I expect I was messaging uh, Alex last night about this game. I
0: expect sloppiness. So hopefully the sloppiness leads to goals here for me. All right. We have Arizona and Winnipeg next up here. The uh, Winnipeg Jets, obviously huge favorites north of minus 300 uh, in most spots, uh, five and a half the total in this one, uh, I I do kind of like the over here at five and a half for a small bet. But other than that, I'm I'm not involved in the side. It's obviously just way too big of a price here to take Winnipeg uh, in this game. But what I like about Winnipeg is sometimes when you finally see that light at the end of the tunnel, and that was a pretty dark tunnel last week, you know, with the skid that the Jets were on. Those were some pretty rough games. The offense was dormant. They weren't putting the puck in the net, firing blanks uh, during that stretch of games, shut out by Columbus you know, brutally uh, beaten down by the Minnesota Wild 7-1 to on Friday. Uh, We were wondering, would this team bounce back? And uh, very interesting that I point out in that Winnipeg-Calgary game on Saturday night, the streak continues with Calgary first period puck lines. It just keeps cashing. Another one on Saturday, yet the Jets came back and won that game. Very interesting. And I'm going to harp on that when I talk Pittsburgh-Calgary later on uh, in this show, because I have two bets on that game, and you're going to be fascinated to hear how I'm attacking that game uh, from a betting standpoint, but this one here with Winnipeg finally getting off the schneid, beating Calgary 4-2, coming back from a rough start in that game to win, I think that's momentum, That's positive vibes and now returning home to a place where they've played their best hockey this year. I certainly think they're going to win tonight, but obviously the value is just not there here. I will say this for Arizona, a little bit better results lately in terms of, you know, they're not getting absolutely embarrassed uh, in recent games like they were at times earlier in the year. Um, And maybe they've got a chance here to maybe hang around, but uh, I still think Winnipeg after getting off the schneid, uh, you're going to see them maybe go on a run, and this homestand coming up would be a good place to start. So, small bet for me over pass for me on the side in this game. Alex, Arizona Winnipeg.
3: This is going to be a pass for me, and I know some people have tried to make claims for Arizona and saying that okay, maybe they could catch uh, Winnipeg finally. You know, like I said breaking that streak and getting a big comeback win, and now coming back home. Uh, I just still can't back Arizona, especially this is a, the first of a back-to-back spot and they're playing Minnesota tomorrow night. So my guess is that it'll probably be, uh, Karel Vemelka starting the night and they'll save Wedgwood for tomorrow. That seems to be the tougher of the two opponents, at least in my idea, obviously standings wise. Uh, but this is just definitely a spot. You can't lay the price with Winnipeg, even though Winnipeg has won 11 of the last 12 at home against Arizona. Uh, like I said, if I had to look at anything here, it would probably be a first period over. But first period over haven't really worked well with me involving the Winnipeg Jets as of late. So I'm just going to pass it all together.
0: Yeah, it should be interesting. I will say this. Arizona, one goal losses for them uh, in four of their last five games. So, we'll, again, we'll give them credit for that. They've been in a lot of games lately. But uh, I like the I like the way this sets out. When you have a good team that's off you a know, five-game losing streak. They win. Sometimes they can go on uh, a little bit of a run. Are you questioning the focus a little bit maybe? Uh, but again, they're playing New Jersey next. It's not like there's a big opponent, you know, to look ahead to tonight if you're the Jets. So there should be focus there. It's that One win's not good enough when you're going through a rough patch like that. You got to keep it up and win a game like this, especially at home against a bad hockey team. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Arizona-Winnipeg.
1: <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Yeah, I'm going to uh, jump on that first period over as well. But I also am going to go the other way when it comes to the total for the whole game. I like the under in the whole game, but the first period over
0: all right fast start slow finish uh first period over and full game under uh jimmy liking that in this one andrew coyotes jets
2: i was thinking very similar jimmy and that can make for some good live betting too you know maybe even just wait until you exactly. catch that first period over ticket. uh then you can get a pretty good number there but uh I, you know i never do these types of wagers pretty much i don't, I don't think i've ever really talked about doing this but uh on the show i'm looking at plus one and a half today for the coyotes you know and i always say don't turn a dog and a plus price into a minus but it's plus 105 you know i, I just think that the, i don't expect maybe if winnipeg goes on a run i don't expect them to blow any team out and maybe they build off that comeback you know i'm a huge momentum guy and i think that's a big thing but you know they are back at home few games on the road and the coyotes are keeping games closer right now they're playing with some more pride you know uh, the compete level is kind of the biggest word being tossed around the the media in Arizona and, you know, uh, a game against Dallas, even a closer ish game against Edmonton. There's been some games looking down the, their last five to 10 games where they've kept it close and respectable. So um, if they can get a decent defensive performance, I'm hoping that uh, there's no empty net magic tonight and uh, plus one and a half for me.
0: All right, so plus one and a half, and that's around even money there with the uh, Arizona Coyotes with that plus one and a half, uh, if uh, you indeed like that uh, bet on the puck line. And you're right, you don't n- normally get an underdog, usually at a decent price with the plus one and a half goals you do uh, in this scenario. All right, Vancouver, Montreal, we've got the uh, Montreal Canadiens, minus 125 home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this one. So, uh, you know, the Canucks, I talked about this yesterday, you, you would have thought they won the Stanley Cup. You would have thought it was a big-time playoff victory uh, with their comments after the Columbus game, which they lost, by the way, 4-2. Uh, to two. But the way they were talking, Horvat, Travis Green, wow, we great strides forward. You know, really proud of our group tonight. You know, I really thought we played a great game, deserved better results, but man, this was big for our group. What was big? You lost. You still <laughs> lost the hockey game, guys. I mean, here's Travis Green talking nonsense after that. Columbus I couldn't well, believe it. He's trying to That's see the, a bright spot. He's trying he's to trying, see. He, you know. There's no bright spot. Moral victories. Yeah. It's not the time for that. You've dug yourself and buried yourself a hole in the Western Conference standings right now. You need wins. None yeah. of this moral victory crap. Well, he's not going
2: to crap on his team in the in the media, though. You know what I mean? He's not going to just go out there and. He's not going to, you know what I mean? If Jimmy's asking questions, question, he's not going to just destroy his team.
0: He's got to say something good about them every now yeah, and then. Yeah, but say, say, okay, it was disappointing. You know, I, I like some of the things we did, but Tom, I'm soft. really proud of our group. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're soft. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah.
0: laughs> I mean, felt yeah, back in the day. But, uh, you know, what's he going to say last night? It, I, it actually was a commendable effort, uh, again, from the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, and they ended up losing, of course, 3-2 to the B- Boston Bruins, who – uh, end up getting the uh, victory come from behind. And boy, Vancouver's had a few of those lately where it looks like they're finally going to get a win uh, and it just slips away from them uh, late in the hockey game. Just a brutal stretch for the Canucks. They've won and nine in their last 10 games. And by the way, if you had the over, and I did have the over, you thought you've got a Bart, Patrice Bergeron empty neck goal, 4 2 with oh. seconds left, but called back for offside and the game ends 3 2. Uh, in favor of the Boston Bruins, so tough beat if you had not a bad beat because it could have gone either way the total, but tough beat is what I say uh, if you had the over in that game at the end. But it uh, ends up three-two on the scoreboard for Boston. Uh, of course, knock a great game, and at the end of the day, when you're a fragile team, and as soon as Boston and I saw Chris Otto on Twitter, as again we got his totals on the Patreon page every day, we post them. PSU Otto, what a great job he's doing tracking everything. I saw on Twitter, I happen to know, as he posted a live in-game bet, Boston plus 150 last night against Vancouver. What a smart bet that was, knowing how fragile the Canucks are, knowing we can't trust them to have a lead or protect the lead right now with how badly they're struggling. And sure enough, Boston comes back and cashes that in-game plus price ticket on the Bruins. So great job by Chris. Uh, pulling the trigger there with Boston in-game was a good bet at a good price yeah. against the Vancouver team that's just not finding ways to win right now. So you got this Vancouver team, another painful loss, and now you're on the second of back-to-back games here uh, on the road. Uh, to, And then you got one more against Ottawa after that, and then you're finally going to go home uh, following that. But uh, not a chance, I bet, back Vancouver here uh, in this game. Uh, not one bit whatsoever. But here now lies the issue. With the Montreal Canadiens, they cannot put two wins in a row together, this hockey team. They can't. I mean, that's been a consistent problem for the month. They still have not won two games in a row uh, all season long. And I'll be damned if I'm laying a price with a team that has not won two in a row uh, yet this season. I'm just not doing it. So, this is two ugly ducklings, two ugly sides. I want no part of either one. Pass for me in this game. Uh, what do you think here, Alex Vancouver? Yeah, if all,
3: yeah. The, if all of the Turner networks were showing hockey games, this one would be on Cartoon Network. Uh, this is an absolute shit show between both of these franchises. I want nothing to do with anything in this. I'm
1: passing.
0: It's a brutal game. I mean, it two brutal teams. I don't trust either one. It's an easy decision to me. Uh, what do you think here, Jimmy? Canucks, Habs.
1: I think we're gonna see some goals in this game, guys. Uh, just two sloppy teams, and as you just said, look how many leads they blow in a third period. Here, I might even be following it live. Jump on a third period over. Seeing how the game's going there, so um, I just think it's going to be a sloppy game. I, I would, if I was leaning towards a side, I would, uh, I would jump on the halves, but I'll stick with you over here.
0: Yeah, and Montreal. I'll say this for Montreal: they beat Pittsburgh. Nice win. Pittsburgh's playing good. It was a revenge game too because they got buried by Pittsburgh six nothing in Montreal a few weeks ago. Um, but let's be careful not, not not to overvalue that win for Montreal. It was a back to back. Pittsburgh played a really tight checking physical grinded out game against the Islanders. I think it took a lot out of them that Friday night game back to back and Casey DeSmith, let's be honest. He's not, not Tristan Jari right now, not even close uh, in net for the Pittsburgh no. Penguins. So let's not go crazy and jump up and down and just act like that's the start of a big time spurt here for Montreal let's see them win us two games in a row please can I ask for that can I get that can I get, two frickin can, I get can, can I, I yeah, get you. that can I get that could Andrew get that as a fan I mean, my, my gosh can you believe it we're almost into December and, my, and if you're Andrew or any Habs fan my team hasn't won two in a row all year can you believe that like not we're great. this deep into the season they have not won two games in a row We'll see if tonight's the night. Andrew, what do you think? Canucks, Habs?
2: It's funny. I got to mention this. One of my good buddies, he's a Pittsburgh fan, and he, he's one of those guys that always gets at me saying that, you know, all the Habs are is price, and, you know, last year was nothing. Obviously, he was amazing in the playoffs, but so I, I decided after the Habs beat the Penguins on the weekend to message him and say, well, it looks like the only reason why the Penguins are good is because of Tristan Jari,
0: <laughs> and it was hard to even type that. <laughs> it was It was hard to even type that out, you know? he's playing better and the team yeah. defense has been good in front of him. So it's a combo. Of oh, that, oh, of course
2: it, it was mostly just a joke, but it, you know, it was kind of funny to see the difference oh, yeah. into Smith <laughs> versus, uh, you know, versus Jari, but uh, you know what? I haven't, I haven't backed them too many times this season, Ian, but uh, I'm looking towards the, uh, the Habs in this game. You know, this is one of those ones where uh, don't try and catch a falling knife. Uh, the, the, my, my new favorite saying I got from Steve Merrill, you know, um, you just, you, 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 a streak, can go on and on but it only ends once and when you're playing poorly like you are uh, for vancouver right now i mean the Habs are playing really poor as well they're giving up goals like it's a comedy show like alex said it doesn't belong in the comedy network um but you know i i i think i like where where jimmy's head is as far as the in-game over situation because we're starting to see that a lot with both these teams where it's like okay all right coach i'll give you 20 minutes of, of good defensive hockey and then i'll break down when it matters the most, with tw- ten minutes to go in the game, you know. So, I really like that uh, in-game thought from from Jimmy. But I'm looking towards the Habs here in this game on the money line. I gotta say, guys, those thoughts from JT Miller were very weird. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, everyone's got to buy in." And then the guys well, like, ever- "Oh, it was hilarious." Did everybody- yeah, did everybody buy in? He's like,
0: uh, <laughs> no, he didn't even say that." He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> like,
1: Jimmy, what do you think about that follow-up the kind of from the
2: reporter? Uh, you have to ask that, it, right?
1: What with Brad Martian?
2: No, no, no. When when he said the J T. Miller, he's like, what, uh, "What do you think about? Is everybody buying in?" And he's like, uh, the guy, "J Miller's like, hey, like, everybody has to buy Oh, I didn't uh, see it, you know, guys. I was to, in the yeah. Boston side, so uh, J., yeah. J T. Miller said everybody has to start buying in, and then he said, "Well, what do you think? Are people doing it at all?" And he just gave this answer that was well, like he, the least. He just shook his head and mumbled like, like, "I don't
0: know. I don't
1: even know." Yeah, anything. they're in a rough yeah. spot.
2: It's not good. <laughs> But you got to leave that stuff in the locker room, though, right, Jimmy?
1: I mean, you can't I call it. I mean, team, well. they're frustrated, man. It's that's when you lose that much, and you out, you lose a lot of games where you had a lead like that. It it gets yeah. on you. They're human. Yeah.
0: They are, and I, we're all disappointed with Vancouver. I mean, we thought better things for this team coming into this year as uh, Demko, and we thought this team, you know, were kind of victimized by circumstance last year and injuries and COVID nineteen yeah. riddled that team. Uh, down the stretch, and I thought the talent was there. Evidently, that's they're not playing up to that talent. You can't find Pedersen with a telescope, uh, right now. Where the hell's that guy, uh, for the Vancouver Canucks right now? Hello, Pedersen. Hello, I, I, I think I did like three here.
2: or four, like either just shows or like radio shows where I said Canucks to make the playoffs at plus 175 is a steal.
0: <laughs> oh, it was a steal. Our money's been stolen, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's steal.
2: <laughs> All right.
3: Yeah, yeah. The that's book the steal. stole My
0: money. Yeah. We had our money stolen. There's the steal right yeah. there uh, on the Vancouver Canucks to make the playoffs. Although that, I guess with some miracle and they just go crazy, batshit hot, crazy, red hot down the stretch. Uh, maybe they could get back into it, but that's asking a lot at this point. With where the the hole that Vancouver has created for themselves. All right, we wrap it up with a great game, guys. Uh, to wrap up the night, Pittsburgh and Calgary here uh, on this Monday slate. We've got Calgary minus one forty-five home favorites, five and a half the total in this one. Uh, you know, I deviate more toward overs than unders with totals, but if there's ever going to be an under tonight in this on this card. It's this game, uh, in my opinion, Pittsburgh and Calgary because. We were going to talk about it with Pittsburgh again. They're back on the road, and to say their team defense was good is an understatement on their last road trip. It was phenomenal what we got from the Penguins defensively on that road trip. 6 nothing shutout over Montreal, 2-0 shutout over Toronto, and boy, does that win look good with the way the Leafs are playing right now. 3-1 win over Winnipeg, Uh, just outstanding team defense, really until they played Montreal Saturday night with their backup, Casey DeSmith, in that. You know, it's been a terrific run of great team defense. Jari has been solid uh, in net during this uh, stretch of games, especially on the road. We'll see if he can keep it going here. It's a great goalie matchup. Tristan Jari and Jacob Markstrom uh, in between the pipes for these two teams. So this definitely has the makings of a good lower scoring game between two teams playing good hockey. Uh, Calgary finally got cooled off, had their four game win streak snapped uh, but that 4-2 loss to Winnipeg. Uh, on Saturday night, but they're still 5-2 uh, and two in their last seven games playing well. Uh, it's been a be- better year for Goudreau. Mangiapane's been a breakout offensive machine uh, for the Calgary Flames. The team defense has been solid. I like Hannafin's game, for instance. I thought Hannafin stepped his game up to another level this year for the Flames. They're getting the goaltending from not only Markstrom, but Vladar, when he's been in there, has been good uh, as well. So I'm taking an interesting approach, though, for this game. Calgary got cooled off by Winnipeg. And now they get a Pittsburgh team not happy with their game against Montreal, starting a road trip. They played great on the road. They had a terrific road trip recently. First game of the road trip. I expect Pittsburgh to play really well. And I think they got a chance to win this game. So I like Pittsburgh plus the price as a road underdog for the full game. But I'm also going to take that Calgary first period puck line minus a half at a plus price. And I'm going to try to go 2-0 and with this game. I think Calgary, you know, off the loss to Winnipeg, maybe they get the First goal, they've done that a ton lately. They've been just masters at scoring first uh, against their opponent in recent games that maybe they get off to a good start, take the lead. The first period puck line for Calgary is cashed in seven straight. See if they make it eight straight and have the lead after the first. I'm going to go Calgary minus a half at the plus price in the first period, but I'm also going to go with Pittsburgh plus 125 for the full game on the money line. I'm going to see if I can hit both. I think maybe Calgary a fast start then Pittsburgh clamps down. Battles their way back into it. Let's not forget, we've got all the key artillery back now for the Penguins, unlike earlier this year. You know, we've got Crosby. We've got Gensel. We've got, you know, their key players back. Dude, Letang, Dumoulin, Pedersen, Marino, Matheson, Ruedel. The whole blue line is healthy. And don't look now, but look who was skating at the morning skate today on a non-contact jersey for Pittsburgh. Evgeny Malkin. Yes, indeed. His return is imminent as well now for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So uh, it's a team that's definitely um playing good hockey especially on the road they got all their pieces back and i think they can win this game but i'm also going to try to go 2-0 and with that calgary puck in this game with that calgary puck line in the first period you just can't ignore it seven straight uh for that calgary first period puck line cashing so very interesting approach for me hoping to go 2-0 and in this game alex what do you think with penguins flames
3: yeah i'm right there with you on that calgary first period puck line i was on that uh in the game against winnipeg and and the reason I like it even more, one, obviously, getting, uh, still getting a good plus price. I've seen it as high as plus 160, 165, or one offshore book. But you look at Pittsburgh in the last four games, they've been held scoreless in the first period. So uh, you you got a better goalie now they're going to face in, in Jacob Markstrom. Uh, and they said you know coming off of a loss, I feel Calgary – uh, they're definitely going to be at least fired up in that. If in the beginning of the game, like I said, this could be a back and forth battle. I don't want anything to do with the with the side, so I'm just going to stay with Calgary uh, first period puck, puck line. And if I do see where you know Pittsburgh comes back, like I said, you would think Pittsburgh can come back and get the win, you can get a, a, an even better adjusted price live if they're down one nothing uh, after 20 minutes or, or down two nothing after 20 minutes. So uh, that's something to just keep an eye on. But I, I think Calgary first period puck line is something worth riding until it, it, it falls off.
0: Yeah and again you get good a really good plus price every time with those uh in the with those Cal first period puck line bets on the uh, favorite and that's the case again here plus 165 uh for that Calgary first period puck line in this one. Uh Jimmy, what do you think Pittsburgh Calgary?
1: Yeah, I'm going to ride that as well, guys, and I'm going to get on uh the under as well, Ian. I like your call there. Uh these are two teams that grind it out, they work hard and it's hard to come by goals with them, so I'm going to go with that under as well.
0: And you got to know with the six goals they allowed although many of them were you know, late in the game and empty netters. I mean, it just exploded in the third period of that Pittsburgh-Montreal game. But nevertheless, they're going to want to tighten it up, get back to that what winning formula that worked on the last Penguins road trip, and that was good team defense from the goaltender out. So I think they get back to that tonight. Uh, what do you think, Andrew, Pittsburgh-Calgary?
2: I'm looking at uh, the dog here. Uh, we'll, we'll see what can happen. But uh, I, I think that uh, this is a great leadership team. Uh, I, I really kind of put a lot of emphasis on that. Uh, with Pittsburgh and I think that what I was impressed with as far as the Montreal game went was just the fact that they played a full 60 you know like that game was ridiculous how about if you had any under in that game oh my god uh one nothing going into the third period <laughs> and then a 6-3 finish uh both teams played until the end but uh, I was impressed you know with what I saw from Pittsburgh still uh in that third period despite what the score said despite obviously we saw some empty net goals there um but maybe we, maybe we see a Calgary team that's feeling good about themselves. Despite that loss they had, they've been playing really great hockey and, you know, getting back here, um, playing at home. I think we're getting, you know, kind of a mispriced game here. So give me the dog here on a bounce-back game for the
0: Pens. All right, Andrew, like Pittsburgh here, plus one twenty-five. All right, before we wrap up the show and get to best bets, uh, we're in the gift of giving or season of giving. You know, December's almost here, the month of Christmas. So great time to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook, and they're they're in the uh, gift uh, season of giving too right now. Football fans, we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner with just a single point scored. New customers can bet just $1 on any team. To score in an NFL game and you can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings is, uh, Sportsbook isn't available in your state. You can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPM, THPN, THPN uh, bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and of course the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wage required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code thpn all right it's time for best bets to wrap up this monday edition of the show of course tomorrow will be a bigger card so of a bigger show on tap for sure Uh, alex we'll start with you what do you like for best bet
3: let's go with seattle and buffalo over five and a half plus a dollar ten like this is rare to find out five and a half total uh with the over at plus money and i don't understand why when you look at the the current form of both of these clubs and the goaltending issues both of them have. So let's go with Kraken Sabres over five and a half plus a dollar 10. That's my best bet tonight.
0: All right. Seattle Buffalo over five and a half best bet here for uh, Alex B. Smith. Uh, Jimmy, uh, what do you like for best bet?
1: I'm going to go with that under in the Calgary Pittsburgh.
0: All right. Pittsburgh, Calgary under five and a half. And you're right. I think that's your, that's your low scoring game of the night. In my opinion, I believe that as well. Uh, Andrew, what do you think for best bet?
2: Can't believe I'm doing it here, Ian, but uh, give me the plus one and a half goals for the Coyotes against the Winnipeg Jets. They absolutely got pumped against the wild. Then they get shut out against Columbus and they have a comeback victory where they played five minutes of better hockey against uh, Calgary. Um, I think it's a letdown spot. I think that they're going to feel good about themselves back at home. And uh, I think we've got a team
0: that's going to try and play them tight. So plus one and a half goals here for the Coyotes. All right, Arizona plus one and a half uh, best bet. Uh, for Andrew McGinnis, that's Arizona on the puck line plus one and a and half. And if that Rangers
2: loses, Ian, put me on the Coyotes' ban list for the next six months. <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah, we'll do the Jimmy Murphy with the Rangers from earlier this season for you with uh, Arizona. Which lifted, by the way, right? Huh? That's yeah, you're, yeah. You're good now. Yeah, yeah. You're good. You can bet the Rangers again now. The yeah. yeah. Rangers. <laughs> you didn't even mention them during that whole ban. So well done, Jimmy. You looked up <laughs> your end of the Rangers' mark and I have much respect for you for that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, my best bet, I was going to go Pittsburgh-Calgary, one or the other. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh side, plus 125. I, I just like the starting of the road trip, bounce back from the Montreal game. Uh, but I do like that Calgary puck line and did bet the Calgary puck line as well. So I'm honestly looking to go 2-0 and in that game, Calgary first period puck line. But the official best bet for me on this show will be pittsburgh Uh, Plus 125 against Calgary. Uh, We'll go with that for uh, best bet for this Monday card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the ice guys. Thanks to everybody for joining us. A reminder, the ice guys is live seven days a week on YouTube. Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the podcast of the Ice Guys whenever you can't watch the show live. For Alex B. Smith, Jimmy Murphy, and Andrew McGinnis, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Tuesday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.